This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about what to expect from the Get Your Pet Business in the Press programme. So if you've just stumbled across this episode and you haven't listened to anything before and you're not looking to find out more about the programme, do please go and listen to one of the other episodes of the podcast where I'm sharing helpful information on how to get press coverage for your pet business. This is a special episode for anyone who's interested in joining the programme. What you're going to learn in this episode is everything that you need to know about taking part. I've also got three ladies who have done the programme who are sharing their experiences and the impact it had on their business. They are dog trainer Joe Sellers, pet product business owner Joe Milnes, who also has a dog friendly holiday cottage. And then finally, we have got Karen Rhodes, who is the founder of the Luxury Dog Hamper business, and she's also a dog walker as well. So each of them are sharing their experiences. You can go and listen to their testimonials. They are throughout this episode. And if you go to the show notes, you'll, you can find the timing for each one. So what I'm going to do is talk through what the program is, what you can expect to achieve from it, what it involves, and also the dates and times for each session and what you need to do if you would like to find out more. So first of all, what is the Get Your Pet Business in the Press program? Well, it's a coaching program for pet professionals who want to elevate themselves above their competitors or above the competition by appearing in the media. And it's hosted by me, Rachel Spencer, I feel a bit Alan Partridge there, but I'm the, I created the program because I wrote a book a few years ago, a few years ago called Publicity for Pet Businesses and it led to me creating a community and an online program for pet business owners who wanted to learn more about how to get press coverage. My background is that I've been a journalist since 1999. I've worked on local, regional and national newspapers across the UK. I've also worked for magazines, for websites and I've been on the radio a few times. I've written for big websites like Buzzfeed, Daily Mail Online. So I've got lots of experience in journalism and the programme is all about using what I've learned as a journalist to help small businesses get press coverage. So the focus is on securing traditional media coverage and it is for pet businesses only. It's not for other businesses. I I niched into the pet industry because I loved writing and I still do write about pets and their owners and people doing amazing things to make a difference and trends and changes and that kind of thing. Um, So that's why the focus is on the pet industry. I know there are lots of DIY PR courses out there, um, but I decided to niche into pets because it's my passion and um, it's been going for a couple of years now and it really does it really does work we've had some really good results so the focus is on securing traditional media coverage so that's being featured in newspapers magazines on the tv or the radio and on news websites so it's not about social media it's about newspapers magazines tv radio also talk about how to pitch to podcasts and to blogs and that kind of thing but the focus is media coverage so What happens in the programme is you learn to do your own PR, so you don't need to hire anyone to do it for you. You learn everything you need to know to get press coverage. So if we bear in mind that hiring a PR company, whether you hire a PR consultant or you hire a big firm, it can cost you anything between £500 to £6,000 a month. And it's often on at least a three-month retainer. 
If you learn how to do it yourself by coming and doing the program, which is at a much lower rate, that's something that you, a skill that you can take throughout your business life and you can just repeat what you learn in the program each time you've got something that you think will be newsworthy. So the program is made up of live calls. So by live calls, I mean where you come and join me on Zoom and we go through the topic of the course for that week. I've just been talking to Jo Sellers, who is um, one of the testimonials on this on this podcast, and she was saying that she's got so many online courses that she's bought over the years that have just sat there unopened in her inbox. Now, although by the end of the course you might be fed up of me chasing you up and making sure that you're at the live calls, I do the calls live because I don't want to be one of those. I don't want to be one of those online courses that sits unused in your inbox. I want to make sure you get the most from it, and that I'm there pretty much every week, week in, week out for you to ask questions and get personalised feedback on your pet business and on the ideas that you have. So it's made up of live calls on Zoom that happen over the 12 weeks. We have video tutorials, um, I have templates, I have worksheets, I have checklists that you can go through. So like, you know, a checklist on how to prepare for an interview, a checklist on how to prepare for a photo shoot. Um, and we, you have a workbook as well where you write down what you learn in each session so you've got it there to refer back to. So whenever, you know, when you've moved on from the course or whenever you need to get press coverage, you've got it all there in front of you, everything that you need um, to prepare you to pitch into the media. So what does taking part in the programme involve? So the course takes place over 12 weeks and the idea is that you commit to making getting in the press your focus for the time that you're on the course. So ideally, you won't be doing any other online programs. You'll be thinking, right, I want to get some press coverage. I'm on a mission. I'm going to learn about it for the next 12 weeks and then I will have that skill and I will move on. Or you can stay with me if you want to. We'll talk about that later. Um, So the idea is you just knuckle down and focus on getting press coverage and doing the course for 12 weeks so three months 90 days however you want to look at it that's what we do we have a live coaching session every wednesday on zoom at 4 p.m that's uk time and because we're on zoom it means you can ask questions and get personalized feedback for your business i will do the i'll teach the lesson usually a presentation You'll have time to chat, put questions in the chat box, and at the end of each call, we always all unmute and have a Q&A, have a bit of a chat, and um, you get personalised feedback for your business. Re- that's really important because sometimes on online courses, if you're you know, on an online course with a really big expert, you might not get the chance to talk to them. You might not get the chance to have a two-way conversation. The, you know, There might be a lot of Facebook Live interaction, but it's not the same as actually saying, right, Rachel, I've got this idea for a press release about my dog walking bag. How do you think I should do it? And I can give you the feedback and make, you know, make that story work for you. So we have the sessions on Zoom every Wednesday at 4pm. And you can go back and watch the replay. You have lifetime access to the recordings to refer back to. And, you know, they are there for you to go and refer back to at any time. So it's not like a self-paced course where you work through it in your own time. The reason why I keep it 
So you come into the course every week and we move forward each week is because I do want you to complete the course and I want you to have the result that the course is promising, which is getting press coverage. So that's an outline of the course. I'm going to hand over now to Jo Sellers, who took part in the course. I'm recording this podcast in January. She joined in the September intake. So she joined three months ago and she's going to share her experience of the course and some of the results that she had from it. So I'm going to hand over to Jo now, who is going to talk about how the course worked for her. So I'm joined by Jo Sellers, who joined the programme in September 2021, and she's going to share a little bit about what she learned in the programme and the impact it's had on her business. So Jo, thank you, first of all, so much for joining me and for chatting to me about this. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do in your pet business? Yes. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me. I'm Jo, and I run Pippin Pets Dog Training in Surrey. And I do general training for puppies, adolescents, but I also do scent work and I do a specialism in separation anxiety. So I'm a certified trainer there and Brilliant. really love helping owners and their dogs. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Joe. And tell us about you. So you joined in September and tell me about where you were in September when it came to um, raising your profile and promoting your pet business and what it was that made you decide to bite the bullet and join the programme. Yeah, I've always wondered how people got into papers and magazines, how people were selected for the features, and also how you got articles about your business in the press. Um, A few years ago, I knew someone who did write for a magazine and I got invited to do an article there. So I have had one piece published years ago in Dogs Today magazine, but then I never really knew how to move that on or how to get my own connections. So Seeing the um, course really inspired me. I started with your five-day challenge, and I just felt this would be a long-term investment for being able to promote my business. Certainly after lockdown, and then there's a lot of competition for dog trainers locally, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to find a way to be able to get my name out there, um, get the publicity, hopefully um, drive more sales ultimately. But it's just really raising my profile in a very competitive world. Brilliant. And it's this, yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, um, and obviously just from the five-day challenge, um, I got a taste of this and um, inspired me to invest in the course. I'm not always having to pay for adverts long-term on Google or whatever platform you're paying the ads for. Yeah. Yeah, I know we had a chat actually during the challenge um, and it was really interesting because I know you were doing Google ads and I was talking about how publicity will kind of sit there on press coverage will kind of sit there on the internet and work for you, um, you know, work for you for years and even decades. So um, it was really interesting. I've not, I've not had someone on the course actually who's, who'd already invested in Google ads before. Um, So it was really interesting kind of talking about that and then seeing how much you threw yourself into everything that we did. I know that you came to think you came to every single session, which was really great. Um, So can you tell us about the kind of things that you learned on the course and some of the results that you had from working together? Yeah, I think the first thing is confidence. So it was very much learning how to approach, um, to promote yourself. Yeah. Um, Rather than just saying, hey, I'm Joe. Hey, you know, give me a chance. It's very much more. It's, sorry, my dog's in the background. It's okay. It's very much more a structured, um, a, it's fluid but structured, 
way of being able to who, how to find the people to approach, um, how to decide where you want to be um, in the in the press and publicity, how to look for opportunities, and having the confidence to know how to get in touch with them. So you do get to stand out. You look professional. It's not just a sort of like a moaning note, um, <laughs> and therefore you know you're going to you're. It looks more professional. You're going to get read. They're going to be more intrigued and hopefully take you up on on offers. Great stuff. So tell us about some of the um, press coverage that you've received. I know you've got a big piece coming out soon and you, you um, it's not been published yet, but tell us about some of the wins that you had. Yeah, so um, with during the course, I wrote, we worked on the pitch um, with your support and I sent that out and I did have an online article in Surrey Life um, about separation anxiety because although I do general training, um, I really enjoy the separation work and it's a very, very big topic at the moment. Yep. So I really want to work on that. Um, it's a nice, neat area to promote rather than to try and think of how to merge all the parts of my training together. Yeah. So I had a piece on separation anxiety in Surrey Life um, on the online and um with my volunteering work, my dog is Petsotherapy, so she was star of the week in the sun. Lovely. Um, had a picture in the paper, which we were very proud of. Even even Nana bought the paper. Oh. So my dog there. And um, through that, I've made approaches, and I've actually got two things in the pipeline. One of them is a separation anxiety-related article feature for a dog industry magazine. Brilliant. And the other one is through showing us where these journalists hang out online. Um, I've in in the process of getting into a Sunday national for Brilliant. me doing career changes later in life because I'm over 25. <laughs> <laughs> And a lot. <laughs> I'm very interested in my random career changes. And so that is like um, an ongoing piece that appears regularly in one of the Sunday nationals. And um, yes, including some photos I had to submit. And hopefully that will be appearing soon as well. Wow, that's brilliant, Joe. So that's three pieces of national press and one really nice piece of local press. So really good for raising your profile. Um, and I know that you've you've really worked hard and learnt loads and just really given 100% on everything. So I'm really pleased to see um, what you've achieved. Um, if, you, um, if someone is listening to this on the podcast and thinking, I'm not sure, I think about, I, 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 I might, I, this is something that I might want to work on, but I'm not sure if it's if it's right for me, whether it's the right time to invest, what would your advice be? I would say look at the investment, but think of long term. Yeah. Is that sometimes you need to invest, and I really felt that it was an investment for the course, um, because otherwise if I've been just paid as indefinitely for years and years, that would be a lot more. And I like to have a little bit of variety in how I promote um You've got to have a range of options and see what works best. And having doing this course gave me that because I've also started a podcast and I wouldn't yes. have dreamt of doing that without your, you know, our, our, the 
course chats about the different varieties of um, media. It's not just the published press. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't have had the confidence to do any of that. I had the thoughts, but I certainly wouldn't have known how to go about it. And this is what the course has done for me. And then hopefully long term, you know, I can have do be in the press when in the publications I want. It's not just any, you know, any odd thing is having that control over yeah. it is to a certain extent having the choices um and having the successes to be picked with your help on the pitches and press releases mm-hmm. wow that's incredible i'm really uh, really chuffed about the podcast as well because sometimes these things feel like so far out of our reach don't they and and i think um you know if you've got somebody there who can just give a bit of advice and support you um because you know i'm not a podcasting expert but i've got a podcast so i know i can help you as far as I can um, but that's just brilliant um, and again it's really good for getting you out there showing your authority and also persuading people that you know if they're looking at 10 dog trainers in Surrey because you're in a busy patch aren't you you've got yeah. all those things that really elevate you which is what it's all about isn't it absolutely there's um, a dog trainer about every hundred yards around here so yeah. it's really trying to find ways um, to promote myself for the specialist services I offer. No, that's amazing. Joe. thank you so much for chatting to me. I know you're busy, which is wonderful, and you've got lots of dog owners in the background, but thank you, and it's been brilliant working with you. And I can't Sorry, my, my girl's been her best friend staying, and they've just started playing. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Okay, so thank you, Joe, for your lovely words. And I'm now going to run through the dates and times of each session in the course so you can figure out whether you can come along and you can also get a little bit of an insight into what happens in each section. So module one is happening on the 26th of January at 4pm and that's a Wednesday, 4pm UK time. In this module, we look at your pet business message and we define what it is that you do and how you bring value to your customers so you can be clear and confident when pitching. So I know that might sound a little bit woolly, but it's really important to get that clear. So that's what we do in the first session. We also talk about writing um, bios for your pet business and intro posts, like a little bit of an elevator pitch. So that's what happens in module one. Module two is taking place on Wednesday, 2nd of February at 4 p.m. That's where you learn how to put together a press kit so when you're approached by the media, you can give them everything that they need. Then for module three, that's taking place on the 9th of February at 4pm, which is also a Wednesday, um, we look at where you would love your pet business to feature. So you sit down and you make a media wish list where you drill down the publications and outlets that you would like to appear in. After module three, we have a break for a week, so it's an implementation week, so you can catch up with anything that you need to catch up with and have a little bit of a rest preparing for the next module. So module four takes place on Wednesday the 23rd of Feb at 4pm. In this module, we look at what makes a story, so the different types of stories journalists look for so you can figure out how to find these in your pet business. Module five is happening on Wednesday, March the 2nd at 4pm. That's where we look at the stories that you already have. Now, quite often I will speak to people, they'll come on the programme and say, I haven't got anything that anyone would be interested in. And I would always say, you will have for sure. You'll have lots of stories that have happened to you in your lifetime that will be of interest to the press. So if we look at Jo's testimonial that you may have just listened to, then she 
has got some press coverage going into a national newspaper about her career change. She probably wouldn't have thought of that as being a story before she did the programme, but she's now getting some national press coverage on her career change. So that's just one example. We look at loads of different topics, loads of different categories, and I will help you find stories that you already have. And rest assured, you will definitely have them. Module six on March the 9th at 4 p.m. This is where we learn how to write a pitch and how to write a press release that journalists will be interested in using. So your pitch is the initial email that you send off to the journalist. It's really important that you get it right. Quite often the journalist will come back and say, can you write a press release or can you send a press release? And I will give you everything that you need to put a press release together that a journalist will be able to cut and paste and put into the newspaper or onto the website. So it's going to be written in exactly the way the journalist would want it to be presented. Then we have another implementation week and then we come back for module 7, March the 23rd at 4pm. That's where we look at how to use social media to find publicity opportunities and the do's and don'ts when approaching reporters. So there are loads and loads of opportunities on social media for you to get press coverage, but so often I see people go and put themselves forward and they get it wrong. And that's so sad because it's a real waste of an opportunity. So we have a whole session on social media and where to go and find those opportunities, how to get the most from them and how to make sure that you know, you are the person that people go back to over and over again. Module eight on Wednesday, March the 30th at 4 p.m. is where you prepare for an interview. So we also talk about what you need to do when you prepare for an interview. And in that session, we also talk about what to do in a crisis. For module nine, we bring together everything that you've learned from the programme and we discuss how to follow up effectively so you become the go-to person for journalists so that means when you've been in the press I show you how to make sure that you follow up properly and that means that you know the journalists will put you in their little black book their contacts list so they come back to you over and over again and then the other thing that we do is we make a publicity plan for the next 12 months so you've done the 12-week course but you can go ahead and plan the next 12 months when it comes to doing your publicity and that's on April the 6th at 4 p.m. The other thing that we have as part of the course as well is a mock interview. Now, I can't give you the date on those at the moment because it all kind of depends how people are getting on um, and how people are getting on with their press release. But what happens, what I do is in module six, where you learn to write a pitch and a press release, I will then arrange for you to have a mock interview with another journalist who isn't me, so who you're not familiar with, and they will use your pitch or your press release or both and give you a mock interview so you're prepared for when you speak to a journalist. Um, and to give you that interview experience as well. So I know that by now, um, most people have already had an interview, most people have already had some press coverage, and they've already had an experience of dealing with a journalist. But my feeling is, the more practice you can get with this, the better you get at it. And actually having a mock interview where you get feedback from an independent journalist is really going to help you hone your skills and just be an awesome interviewee. So that's the final part of the course is a mock interview. We also have a bonus at the end, which will be happening, I would say, probably middle of April. Um, that is a meet the journalist session. And that's when a journalist who works for a national newspapers and magazines, so not, you know, somebody who's retired and is teaching at the local college and hasn't wor worked on the newspaper for 50 years, someone who is in the thick of it working for the national press, they come along and we have a meet the journalist session. Everybody can ask questions, get 
get ideas, get inspired, find out what journalists want. And they also get the opportunity to send a little bit about their business to the journalist. And then if the journalist needs them in future, they can go and get in touch. So that's the actual program. The other thing to cons the other thing um, I wanted to mention as well, the other support that you get is that you have your you've got the the sessions in the program. But the other thing that I have is a membership community. That's for people who've been through the program and who want to have ongoing support from me. So every week we have the we have the course calls on a Wednesday at four pm. But I also run calls every Monday as well for the people who are in my membership. Now every month we have three calls one will be a workshop or a guest expert that's where either I will put on a workshop or a guest will come along and talk about a topic so we've had people come in and talk about websites and SEO I'm having somebody come in to talk about Canva we've had people come in to talk about email marketing all kinds of different things so all relevant to what you're doing getting press coverage but just you know just extra sessions that are going to add to your skill set the other thing we have is an accountability call. Um, so people who've been in the program come along to the accountability call and they might say, right, I've got an awareness day that's happening in March. I want some accountability to make sure I send off my pictures and press releases. So you can come along to that if you want to. And then we also have a Q&A session every month and that's where you can come along with any questions that you have around the course or just anything that you're stuck with when it comes to raising your profile. The membership calls are every Monday at 5 p.m. You're welcome to come along to those whenever you want to. The other thing that you have is I have a members only podcast, which you have access to during your time in the course. So if you've been to a session and you think, oh, I'd like to listen to that again, or I'd like to go through that again, you're out walking the dog, out running or cooking the dinner or whatever you're doing, you can tune into the podcast and listen to it again. Now I've done this because I'm in another um, coaching community with Robin Kennedy from Email Marketing Heroes and they do this and it's been so helpful, honestly, like I love going to the live sessions, but sometimes I can't make them, but I can listen to the podcast when I'm driving or running or whatever. So I thought I'd do the same for my clients as well. And the podcast are really popular because it's a chance to recap over things that you've already worked on. Or if you've had to miss a session, you can go and listen to it. And it just means that you can do it at your own leisure. You're not in front of a computer screen. You can be doing whatever you need to be doing, um, but you can listen in. We also have a Facebook community, so that's full of pet business owners who have a common goal of wanting to get press coverage. So we are all there to support you. We all want, you know, everybody in there wants to, wants you, it's, everyone's willing for you to succeed. Everyone wants to stand out. Everyone wants to be the stellar like petpreneur in their field. So it's a really, really great community. So that's what you have when you're in the, during your time in the course as well. Now, when you get to the end of the course, if you decide you want to stay on in the community, I do have a community membership, which is £30 a month. That's for people who've done the course and want to have ongoing support. So at the end of the course, you either take everything that you've learned, all the recordings will be there for you to keep forever, and you go on your way, or you can be part of the community membership where you get ongoing support for £30 a month. The final thing that you have as well is you have email support from me. So if you're stuck with anything, then just drop me a line when you're on the course and I will do my very best to help you. So now I'm going to hand over to Karen from Luxury Dog Campers and to Joe from Distinctive Pets and they're going to talk about their experience on the programme. And if you've got any questions, do please drop me a line. I'm Rachel at rachelspencerwrites.com. I'm going to do a quick round up at the end of this podcast and then that will be the end of the show but if you do have any questions either send me an email or find me on social media and I will do my best to help you. So now over to Karen and Joe, who are going to be talking about their experience of working together. 
I'm Jo Mills. I run a company called Distinctive Pets. Um, been running for five and a half years now, um, selling gifts for pets and their owners, um, mainly online, but also at shows. Brilliant. Okay. So um, you have, I've been working with you for, it's getting on for about 18 months now, actually, isn't it? Since you first joined and did my program and then you've stayed um, in the community as well to have the ongoing support. So when you came to do the program in the first place, what were, what were your kind of goals? What did you, what did you kind of set out to achieve? What, what did you want to get from it? I felt I needed to be more, um, add more publicity to my um my business, we were, I was very much a lurker. I mean, I'd lurked in your free Facebook page for quite a while before I decided to do the programme um, and then decided, no, actually take the jump and join and learn how to do it. And I think probably the first six months I didn't, I, I came to the classes, I followed your advice, but I didn't do that pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think the longer I've known you, the more confidence I've grown to actually start to pitch to presses, um, local papers. I've done some radio now as well. Um, and just build my confidence to be able to do it. You know what? They're only going to say no. That's the thing, isn't it? And I think with the um, I think with the confidence thing, you have to do things when you're ready as well. So I know some people come along and some people do the challenge and they go and do things straight away. And that's because they're, they're that, that's okay. They're ready and that's brilliant. But sometimes you, you like, and I count myself in this as well. Sometimes you need time to build up to, to, to making that step, don't you? Um, but I know you've had it, you've done really well. You've had a lot of publicity. So can you tell us about some of the, can you give us some of the examples of the stories that you've had out there? Yeah, I had a um, lot of publicity. Unfortunately, my neighbour's dogs got stolen last February. Um, but by help, by the work that I've done with you, I was able to do quite a lot of publicity, both local press. It got to TV, radio um, and more national papers. It didn't actually reach any of the national papers in, in print, but it did online um, and really helped raise the awareness that these dogs needed to be found. We found two very quickly. The third one took a little bit longer, but three months later, we did get him back. And again, I was then able to use some of our press contacts to give that happy story that he was back as well. Um, so really built on the com- on the contacts that I'd made with the press. Then later in the year, I, in fact, no, earlier than that, I'd forgotten that, I won the Theopophetus Small Business Sunday. So I got some press for that. In May last year, I won an award for the business and that got some local press release, um, press coverage. Then in October last year, I had a lot of help from you, Rachel, through... um, the one-to-one that we had, and I got a lot of press coverage for Muddy Dog Day, Brilliant. <laughs> my awareness so day in October. <laughs> Tell us a bit about that then, because everybody needs to know about Muddy Dog Day. Oh, Muddy Dog Day. It was just, a, I have three Labradors myself, and they love getting muddy. They're, they're total country dogs. If they're not muddy, they haven't had a good walk. And so I decided what sort of National Awareness Day could I do that could link to my love of my dogs and muddy dog day just came came to me so we ran muddy dog day we encouraged people to post photos of their muddy dogs 
dogs in water, dogs having a whale of a time. And it did actually trend on Twitter, which was amazing. Um, and we had a lovely day with lots and lots of muddy dogs everywhere. Brilliant. Such a great idea for a day. And also, like, I know if some if somebody might be watching this, they might think, that sounds a bit of a bonkers way to get publicity. But actually, it's a really good, fun way to get your name out there, isn't it? And I think yeah. being, and this is not me just talking about me here. It's talking about, I'm talking about the community as well that you're in. And when you're in a group of people who've got the same goal, they want to raise awareness of what they do. And everyone's kind of brainstorming ideas and everyone's supporting one another. It it, it kind of... It gives you the confidence, like you just said, to to do your thing, doesn't it? But also it gives you ideas like that are completely out of the box. So I think if somebody had said to you maybe 18 months ago, you're going to have your own muddy dog day, you'd have been a bit like, have I? No. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that's yeah. really put you out there, hasn't it? Which is Yeah, definitely. Good. And I mean, the worst thing was I went and picked my day of the 30th of October, not realising that I'd also be at a show at the same time. So I actually ran Muddy Dog Day from my hotel room to start with and then early part of the day from the show, um, which was a little bit more stressful, but it worked. And because, like you said, that community, everybody helped and everybody shared it. um, And it wasn't just me that made it trend. Totally. And can you imagine what you're going to do next year when you can be at home on your computer and phone all day and tapping away until you until you think absolutely <laughs> I'm also going in with a little bit more with my eyes open this okay. next year brilliant okay so um what kind of impact has been have what what has the impact been on your business from, from you having um having this exposure and being seen by more people what kind of impact has it had with sales and Distin- kind of distinctive pets is definitely more known um certainly it's more known in my local area. I can, uh, you know, I've got those contacts with with the local press now. That hopefully we're starting to get to that point where you know they might start seeing me as an expert in in certain elements of dog care um, and the dog community in in the local area. Um, as I say, distinctive pets certainly has raised its profile, um, which has been helped through the press through Muddy Dog Day as well. Um, and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. And has that helped with your business growth, with your sales and, and all of those things that obviously people people want to want to get really, don't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sales is definitely up. Um, yeah. Already, I mean, I track it as per this time last year and already this month, my sales have exceeded what they were in the total of January last year. Brilliant. Okay. And we're recording this on the 10th of January. So that's a very good start to what is normally a bit of a rubbish month, isn't it? So mm. no, very pleased. Thank you. Um, so if um if somebody was listening to us talking now and they were thinking about doing the program and they were maybe on the fence, what would your advice to them be? Take the leap. Really do. I as I say, I sat on the fence. I was very much a lurker to start with. Um, even if you're not quite ready now. The, the program starting shortly, I think I would, you know, I would definitely say do it now because you've got that knowledge. You're starting to build the community around you and it may be what just what you need to give you that holding hand to go the next step. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you, Joe. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. I'm Karen and I'm the founder of Luxury Dog Campers. 
which is basically what it says on the tin. I create hampers for dogs. I think Fortnum and Mason, but for, for our four-legged friends. Fantastic. Okay. And then can you tell us a little bit about the different ways that we've worked together? Yeah, sure. I think we've been, I did your first ever challenge and that's how I came into your world. And then I joined your membership and now I'm part of your mastermind group. Brilliant. Okay, then. And then can you tell us about the kind of, in fact, can you tell me about why you decided you wanted to work with me in the first place? Um, and what was it that appealed when it came to getting press coverage for your business? Yeah, I, I say I started off with your first five day challenge and I actually had a win from that. Um, I think I won your first challenge as well, didn't I? I yeah. won the Janet Murray Media Diary. Um, and from that challenge, I was published, I think it was your dog or dogs monthly. I was in their Christmas gift guide, so it's a no-brainer really to join your membership after that. Okay. And when it came to getting press coverage, what was it that you what was it that appealed to you? Um, what impact did you think it would have on your business? Um, I wanted to get my brand name out there, so I knew that by getting media coverage, I would get a backlink to my website if anything was published online. And I wanted to be seen in the papers as well, so more people could discover my brand. Okay. So before we worked together, when it came to getting publicity or approaching the media um, or, you know, trying to get in the press, how did you feel about, about doing that? Oh, goodness, Rachel, I was scared. <laughs> I thought all <laughs> journalists were scary and I just didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't want to. I had no interest in doing it. Um, yeah, until I met you and I discovered it was really easy and I, I knew it would really benefit my business. Okay. Yeah, I think working with me for a couple of a couple of weeks you realize that journalists aren't scary at all far from it <laughs> and I know you've met quite a few along the way as well haven't you um, yeah. so tell us about the kind of things that you learn through working with me um, I learned how to write a pitch the difference between a pitch and a press release um, I knew what journalists wanted to hear as well and uh, how to send a concise press release I think that was in, that was the most important thing because I'll just be Oh, here I am do you want to write about me and of course people would come back and say no so uh, yeah I learned the right way to approach journalists yeah I think it's I think once you've grasped um the approach it's it's nice and easy after that isn't it and I know you've had some really good results from going and finding journalists and connecting with them and finding out what they're working on and building that relationship as well so that that's been great for you too hasn't it yeah yeah can you give us a couple of examples of um, where you've gone and found opportunities for yourself and what, what's, what that's resulted in? Yeah, I, mean, I find quite a lot of my opportunities on Twitter. So I'll do a search of the journal requests each morning um, and I just have a look and see if there's anything I can help a journalist with, I say, and um, I get picked up from there, basically. It's not all about talking about your brand. It's having a personal story as well that they want to hear about. I think people want to hear about the person as well as the business. Mm -hmm. I know you had a really good result at the weekend with um, talking about what the Pope had said and how people who have children, people who have dogs and don't have children are selfish. And you had a really great feature, didn't you, in the Metro? I did, yeah. I was really, really lucky. And that was just a result of that replying to a tweet. It was as simple as that. Yeah. I think if you've got a story to tell, and my story resonated with... Um, being well not being selfish because it's not selfish to put pets before poor children yeah so that got picked up so I was chuffed about that yeah really really good feature as well I love that I well I'd already spoken to somebody else about that story and then when I saw 
I saw you um, and a couple of other clients in there as well. It was just brilliant. Absolutely great to see. Um, so tell us about, um, so it's all very well getting press coverage or being on the radio or being in a magazine. It's lovely and it's obviously great to show off on social media, but tell us about the impact it has on your business when it comes to money in the bank and people going to your website and buying from you. Tell us about how that works. Yes, I think being in the press will make you, I think it, it makes people trust you. They see, they see you about. Um, for me, the impact of that was the first week of launching my new website was over 400% increase of visitors to my website. And that was because I'd spent a lot of time shouting about it and sending press releases, telling people that I've, I've had this brand new store that's um, ready to launch. And yeah, it's um, it's been incredible. It's been absolutely incredible. I think the first year of my business if it wasn't for the fact that I was doing PR I probably would be scrabbling around for sales right now but I'm getting picked up by journalists as well which is also brilliant. Yeah you've had some really um, prestigious coverage haven't you Um, can you tell us about the GQ Christmas gift guide and what the impact of that was on your business? Yeah that's probably the one I'm most proud of because I was actually approached by the journalists for that they'd found me online um, and asked if I'd like to be included in their Christmas gift guide. And yeah, that's just incredible because I know a lot of people pay for their PR and to get into these magazines as well. And um, I haven't done that. It's all been it's all been just responding to their requests and journalists approaching me as well. I think the more you get in the press, the more people see you and the more they sort of know, like, and trust you. And that's the same with your customers and journalists as well. Um, but a result of the GQ coverage was was immense I'm still getting hits to my website a year later brilliant okay and I know you mentioned a lot of your Christmas sales were f- as a result of that which is which is lovely yeah. um so if someone is thinking okay I've got loads of stuff going on in my business is getting PR worth it what would your advice be to them oh I'd say go for it 100 I wouldn't be where I am it's hard to believe that it's two years on since I started my business and I think I've achieved everything I've achieved today because of your help and support and getting in the press. Oh thank you so much um, and if somebody's thinking about this is really cringe because I don't like you know me quite well I don't really like picking myself up but if someone's thinking about working with me what is it specifically that you like um, you know what, what what would you say you find um, the most useful or helpful um, from working working with me? I think it's because you're so down to earth, you deliver things in a really easy to understand way. And um, it's not just about the PR as well. You're there to pick your brains for any other business advice. Um, And yeah, and I think people have only got to see that it's not just me, it's other people as well that are in your community that are all really successful in their PR. And that's down to you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're doing this recording uh, the week of my free five day challenge. Um, And if anyone is on the fence about thinking about signing up, what would you what would you say to them? Do it. Definitely do it. It's free. It's 15, 20 minutes of your day every day. And um, I guarantee if you do actually all the work that, that is required and you put in the effort, you will get success from it, even if it's small success in your local paper. And um, after the challenge, sign up to the membership as well because you just elevate your brand even more. Thank you. Okay. 
Um, okay, Karen. Well, look, I really appreciate you um, taking time to chat to me. Um, if anyone, I know you're in the challenge group as well. So if anyone has any questions for Karen, um, do please feel free to um, drop her a quick message as well. Um, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and talk about the impact PR has had on your pet business. Um, where can people find out more about you? You can look me up on website, which is luxurydogcampers.co.uk. Or like Rachel said, I'm going to be hanging around in the group as well. So if you've got any questions and if you want to hear how many publications I've been in, then just give me a shout. I'm happy to chat. And I'll, I'll, um, I'll always big you up, Rachel, because I, honestly, I've put everything I've achieved so far um, down to you and the support of your group and everyone else that you've introduced me to as well. Oh, thank you so much. This is absolutely lovely to hear. You have made my day. Okay, so I hope that's given you lots of food for thought. If you um, were on the fence about joining the program, I hope that that has helped you see the kind of results that you can get from it. If you'd like to find out more, just drop me a line. I'm rachel at rachelspencerwrites.com. The price of the program is £900 and you can spread the cost over three months if you want to. And if you're listening to this podcast as it goes out live on Saturday, the 15th of January, there is an early bird rate which is going to be available until midnight on Sunday. It's where you can save £150 on the price of the programme. If you would like to get the early bird rate, then do scroll up to the show notes of this episode where the links are there for you. If you are going to um, go for the pay in full, then if you just put in early bird at checkout and if you are going to pay monthly, if you put in early bird M, as in M for monthly at checkout, that will give you the discount. If you're listening to it after the after Sunday, the 16th of January, the early bird will have ended. Um, so it will be at full price, but I would love to see you in the programme. And if you've got any questions, drop me a line on social media at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms or send me a message via email come and find me in my Facebook group and I would love to see you inside the programme. Thanks so much for listening and wishing you every success with raising the profile of your awesome pet business. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources on the ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.